Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Suns post-game show. It is a flavoring Friday. Shout out to our <laughs> friends over at OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Friday. Check them out at ogsbrands.com. And gentlemen, the flavor tonight in Houston <laughs> was Cheeks as the Suns <laughs> checked into the Cheeks Clinic this evening. Uh, it was not a pretty game on Maspo. That's Saul, Flex, and Gerald. It is a Friday with the fellas here at the Chiefs Clinic. And gentlemen, I know you can write off a loss to Dallas and say, first game back from break, good team. You can't say that tonight. I'm so, At least I can't. That was some really bad basketball after that first quarter, quarter and a half there. Uh, you know, you lose 114-110 to the Houston Rockets. I don't think there's excuses to be made tonight. That was just bad basketball. No, there's there's no excuse for that. Like even down two starters, you have Kevin Durant, you have Devin Booker, you should be better than that. And through three quarters, basically both of them were god-awful shooting the ball-wise. Kevin Durant came out in the fourth quarter and turned things around, and that's how the Suns kind of started their momentum to get back into that game. But you can't afford games where Book goes seven for 24, where he's just not in it the way that he was tonight especially with Beal and Nurk out like you just can't do that so yeah that's a this is a really bad loss last night was different to me that's a good Mavs team mm-hmm. you're shorthanded this one you're still shorthanded but this is a Rockets team that's not very good they're subpar this is a game you should still win and they didn't so yeah this is a this is a one of their more disheartening losses of the season yep I agree there's, there's no excuses for this. They got their ass whooped. They went to Houston and got beat bad by a young team that outplayed them, mm-hmm. had more energy. Uh, they couldn't throw the rock in the ocean. And at that point, I mean, listen, you you got to hit shots to win basketball games. Rockets hit shots and the Suns hit seven threes tonight. Like, you can't do that. You're not going to win NBA games getting outshot by damn near 30 points from the three-point line. So it was terrible across <laughs> the board. Book was bad. KD was bad. Uh <laughs> I mean, the only bright spot was my man Bo Bo. Other than that, a complete shit show. Um, you know, I, I think the thing I'm just going to keep remembering is just I am just so over this team's lack of effort from time to time. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're not enthusiastic about even playing basketball at times. They look like they're going through the motions. The Houston Rockets straight up just outworked the Suns and were faster, quicker, they said they were they 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 showed that they were way more into the game 
for about two and a half quarters in between. You can make it, you know, the first quarter, the Suns are playing very good, but the the fourth quarter, about halfway through, it, it, it took Bowl Bowl to kind of wake them up for them to finally start to get it going. And it's just, I'm, I'm over it. I, I am over that. Like, you're not going to win shit if you don't have any effort. There was too many times when the ball was turned over and nobody <laughs> even tried to challenge the run back. Like, yeah. they just walked and watched them go get a nice free dunk and that like really set them off and you know and and everybody's at fault for this there were multiple times where the ball was loose just like last night but one of the key plays last night the ball's loose and three dudes are just sitting there watching the ball and they don't even go get it and then dallas gets the ball tonight it was the same thing multiple times they're just sitting there watching it there was a couple times where we ended up getting the rebound but they both watched the ball fall to the ground before they somebody you know, went and got it. And I'm just, I'm tired of this. I'm really tired. This is, listen, we've watched a lot of Suns games and a lot of Suns teams, but I do not like, for the most part this season, watching this team play basketball because it feels very herky-jerky. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of rhythm at times. When they play good and they're connected, it's great. But that hasn't happened so many times this season. It's 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 been the it's been the former rather than the latter too many times. And I, and listen, I, I wasn't worried last night. I will still I will still sit back and say they still have twenty five games to go. But but what they have shown so far this season has shown you that there is cause for concern. This is the most Jekyll and Hyde group of basketball players I have seen in a very long time. Hmm. They can look like they are unbeatable, and then they can play a game like tonight, which we've seen multiple times. This is not a hmm. one-time occurrence that you can just say, okay, well, it was a bad night. No, this is a, an occurrence that continues to happen uh, where they look disengaged. They definitely don't look like they're having fun. They they get sloppy after they have a double-digit lead, and then they fight their way back enough where you're close, and they don't close it out. Mm-hmm. And to me, at some point, if this team wants the uh, thinks that they're truly a championship contender, you ought to be able to close out a game even when you're playing bad. Mm-hmm. Like even when you've had a terrible shooting night from beyond the arc and you've got an opportunity in the last minute, you got to find a way to win it. And this team did not tonight. Has struggled with that on other nights, and I, I like that's so freaking frustrating. Is that they can look like the prom queen one night, the lighting changes, and they look like uh, you know somebody that that you don't recognize. And I I'm just not okay with that from this team. Here's what's so disheartening to me about this loss and so many others that we've seen when they have been shorthanded, because I will still stand on the fact that like when they are fully healthy, this is still a team that can get there. They're not there yet, which is why we need them to get healthy so they can have those reps together. But as soon as you take one of those big three out of the equation, Mm -hmm. they don't show that they have the medal to be a championship contender. We saw it again tonight. They don't have whatever that it factor is to make up for bad shooting nights to power through that to overcome adversity and guess what in the playoffs that's going to happen and so i totally get the concern about what this team looks like when they're not fully healthy because guess what like bradley beal has been out a lot of the year you can't necessarily rely on him so as much as we want to cling to this team can get there if they're healthy we don't know if that's ever going to happen 
And so what we see when they're not fully healthy is concerning to me. We know what it looks like when they're all out there together. And it looks really damn good. But we are running out of time for those guys yeah. to get the requisite reps and continuity for the playoffs, for a real championship push. And that's the thing that's most concerning to me. And it has been since the beginning because we knew if you took one of those guys out of the equation, they're not going to win a title. But now we're really being forced our noses right into it like... Yeah, we're kind of running out of time here. Yeah, I mean the reality's setting in. I mean that's that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. the reality is setting in. This team, if they're not, if they don't have the players and and they're fully whole the way they were constructed to be, mm -hmm. not a good basketball team. Mm -hmm. If they if they don't have that, listen, when when they're fully healthy and they're put together the way they're supposed to, that's it's a different team. But if without the big three. Yeah, but nothing. you don't. You shouldn't need Bradley Beal well, and Yusuf Nurkic no. to beat but, the but Houston no, Rockets. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying you saying. should. I'm not saying you should. I'm just keeping it. This is my opinion. Y'all could think whatever y'all want to think. This team with the big three, fully healthy, can win basketball games and be competitive and compete without two of the, without one of the the top three. Just not going to do it. They're mm. not built that way. They don't have they they just not built that way. Yeah. And so I I don't know what else to say except uh if they're not going to have the big 3, they're not going to win a championship and they're not going to be a good playoff team. I mean, it, it it does feel like we're getting to the point where we're like everything has to be perfect for this team to yeah, play hard. Yeah, it might have to be. And, and and I'm not even talking about how they shoot or how they pass the ball. I'm just talking about straight up effort. Point blank. Yeah. And then also, let's get to this. I don't understand what the fuck they do on offense in the fourth quarter sometimes. Hmm. With a, a little bit over a minute to go, the ball swings around. Somehow it gets to Eric Gordon, who the ball should not be in the hands of at all in that in that moment. It should be Book or freaking uh, Kevin Durant. Hell, even Grayson Allen was at least attacking the rim <laughs> to some degree and getting others involved. You saw him dump off to Bull Bull for a, for a foul and that one. And Eric Gordon doesn't know what to fucking do in the fourth quarter. He dribbles in the middle lane and he's lost. And then he throws the ball up and they turn the ball well, over. He had to, though, because Bold needed to take that corner three. Uh, no, true. That, true. That was his fault. True. But again, like, if your offense is designed to go to Eric Gordon and Bold Bowl, come on, guys. Like, cool. there's other options and they got to be better about their sets. And it, it's again, it was like there was too many times where it took too long for them to get into their sets. And, it, and it's it's frustrating as hell. There's some times where they're just holding the ball up at top. And I'm like, you guys are not good enough offensively, movement-wise, to be holding the ball until the last 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm just, I'm just, that is frustrating as shit watching that time and time just again. Too, all much, season long. too much standing around. Too yeah. much. But what have we said? When, when Book goes out and it's relying on KD, that happens with the offense. But then tonight... Book goes back in in mm -hmm. that fourth, and KD's still the guy that they're giving the ball to <clears throat> to initiate. And I, it, it, I didn't mind that because Book was awful tonight. Like yeah. they they put well, it in KD his hands. KD wasn't much better. Well, they made the run with Book the on fourth. the bench. Like he he had the hot hand in the fourth, and they wanted to keep it in his hand, because, especially because there was that stretch where they took like two or three middies out of ISOs in a row. Book took two in a row that were not great shots. They were turnaround, tough fadeaway mid-range twos that he missed both of them. 
And I think at that point, that's when they're like, all right, just give the ball to KD. I didn't mind that. What I minded was the things that led up to that because they had been generating some movement. That's how Bull got those two wide open threes that he knocked down, those big ones, uh, the one in the corner. KD had it going. And then they just divert back to the ISO ball where everyone's just stagnant and standing there. And it's like, do the thing that got you back in the game in the first place. I I thought you, I mean, it just felt like Eubanks just clogged everything up today. He just wasn't good. I didn't like Eubanks on either side of the floor today. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you start to see how when you have a center in there with those guys that is not a three-point shooter, Mm -hmm. that is not even a threat to shoot the three ball, it just gets everything dysfunctional. And so... Yeah, it was tough. I mean, Bobo comes in, he spreads the floor, you make a run, mm. right? Um, I, I There were times in the game late where I didn't understand why Eubanks was even in the game. There was a time down three with seven seconds where you got to get all your three-point shooters in the game, and Eubanks is, for some reason, in the game. I didn't understand They that. needed right, him so, to set screens. They need, yeah, you need somebody I, I, to set screens. I get that, but with seven seconds, dog, you got to inbounds the ball. I mean, you can get Royce, you can get Thad, you can get somebody to set a screen. I don't think Eubanks the only person that can set a screen. I see what you're saying, but in, mm-hmm. in, that, in that moment, I'm trying to get a three up, and you know they're going to foul. So you don't... You don't have the time. It's got to be a quick hitter, a play, out of timeout. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready and to meet Frank Vogel at a pizza place. <clears throat> oh That's boy. how I'm feeling right now, all right? Yeah. yeah. Meet, Frank, meet me at a pizza place. We need to have a discussion. Uh, why don't we take a look at what's in the box brought to you by our friends at Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. All right. So 110-114-L in Houston. Three-point shooting, we talked about it. 22% for the Suns, 33% for the Rockets, plus 24 from the three-point line tonight from the Rockets. The Suns, 7 for 31. I think at half they were 4 for 22. Yeah. I mean, that just ain't going to cut it. Otherwise, the box score is kind of tricky tonight. You look at the rebounds, Suns out-rebounded them by 4, 58-54. They controlled the turnovers uh, 10 to 14 tonight. Fast-break points kind of did them in a little bit, 19 to 10, but... Just an odd basketball game because if you didn't watch the game and you just looked at the box score, you don't know. Aside from three point shooting, you kind of question why the Suns lost this basketball. Game. It's 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 tough because they only had ten turnovers, but yeah. all ten of them were in the were, first half, correct. and you can't put yourself in that position there. Like that run that they gave up to close the the first half was what put them in this hole. And it just felt like they never responded after that until it was too late. And the three-point shooting, like, you can't shoot 23% from three in the NBA and expect to win, especially when you're minus 14 in three-point attempts to a team that's 27th in three-point efficiency. Like, you're not playing the numbers (laughs) game. You're letting a bad three-point shooting team just beat you by sheer volume and that's that's a problem and they shot worse than their season average right <laughs> from three tonight which is insane to me what what is the difference here is devin booker and kevin durant mm-hmm. going one for 11 yeah. from deep yeah. i'm sorry if you're both superstars in this league you can't go one for a uh, combined one for 11 from deep mm-hmm. and kevin durant going one for seven from from deep and a lot of those coming in that stretch where Houston closed that gap and took the lead is just unacceptable. But book also has got to be better out there from from deep. This team needs both of those guys to be clicking mm. to win, especially when you're down, Beal. When you're down, Nurk. Two yep. guys that that help make that offense go. You have both those guys because the thought was if Devin ain't hitting, 
KD is or if KD ain't hitting, Devin is, right? Yeah. But they both went ice cold tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you lose basketball. <laughs> Your two best players go ice cold, you're going to lose. And then, and then you you compound it by having Beal and Nurk out. Like, it ain't going to work. You, 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 these guys are some of the best players in the world. And when mm-hmm. they have nights like this, you're going to lose. Yeah. One for 11 from three from Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, you're probably going to lose. Yeah, especially when you're getting one for five from Eric Gordon. And, and Royce has been struggling the last two games. We've talked about how he can yeah. be a streaky shooter. The first week, he was fantastic <laughs> since the All-Star break. And, uh, not so much. He was 0 for 4. I thought so. early, too. I was a little disappointed. I, I, I had no problem with that today. Mm-hmm. But I thought early when the Suns got up with that big start, 20 to 6, I think, mm-hmm. he checked in. Yeah. And it was like five possessions where Book was just trying to do everything he could to force the ball to him. It was everybody. And Durant no, yeah, did it too. Yeah, they, they, they spread it around pretty good. But it was Book that kind of started it. And then it was just like, yeah, there's no wonder why these guys came back. You just left the door open because you tried to get cute and try to implement a guy in a game that you thought you were probably going to win by 50. And, and the Rockets punched you in the damn mouth. Well, it took a Herculean effort by KD in the fourth to just get them back in yeah. the yeah. game, too. I mean, yeah, Bo, Bo, how about Bo Bo? Bo, 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 Bo yeah, it was more Bo Bo than Kevin Durant. But no, KD started it. KD went on a solo run to start it. He started it. Bo Bo went on like 11 point yeah, run by himself. I get it, but without Bo Bo, we, without get, blown Bo, Bo, we get blown the hell out. Kevin Durant did his thing in the fall, yes. but I am not looking at that game saying Kevin Durant is the reason why we made it. Was, no. It was Bo Bo. Okay. But I got you. Go you ahead. Uh, Flex, you know, yeah. the, you know the saying, go out and touch grass, right? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'm not go telling ahead. you no, to go, go F off. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> sounds like I'm just saying, I think we all could, could use going outside and touching some grass and getting away yeah. from it all. Tomorrow, and our friends over at the yeah. Arizona Lottery—they got a great <laughs> new uh, promotion that they're doing uh, with. Uh, is, there th- is there a lot of grass in the Grand Canyon? Well, there's grass in the state where you can go visit. Okay. There is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you can go around. Uh, <laughs> they're introducing their new unique ticket and promotion called Arizona Adventure. Uh, there's three ways to play and win big. Uh, you can buy the lottery tickets that feature three iconic landscapes, Picacho Peak, Monument Valley, Valley, and Camelback Mountain. And you can win up to $50,000 in prizes in those tickets. And you can also check in at geolocated adventures at 10 destinations across the state from Flagstaff, where there's plenty of grass, to Yuma, where I don't know what there is in Yuma, but I'm sure there's something. So visit ArizonaAdventure.com for details and directions the arizona lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes it's also about giving back to the state and its communities visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win one million dollars in cash and arizona travel prizes you want to know another thing that i think that jumped out at me is, is this an ad transition oh, i'm sorry <laughs> no. No. You know another thing that jumped out to me, Flex? <laughs> that the new flooring me. here in the in the studio. Ahead, that no. jumped out to me, and that came to us courtesy of Empire. This is, this is Flex's first episode. <laughs> they bad. come in pairs, my, my friend. My bad. Two. He's like, no, no, no. We need to talk about it. No, no, no. Hold up. You know what else stood out to me? The sun's had a I'm having a shitty night. The sun's just, I, I'm having a shitty show right now. Well, you know what will make you feel better? Some good flooring from our friends over 
entire I'm not saying that. But Empire Today is a blast place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have plenty of copycats, but they have the best quality. Don't believe any of those other shysters selling you wood wood flooring and carpet. No, it's our friends over at Empire Today. They may not have the lowest prices, but always, but they're going to have the best quality service that you can find. Uh, So make sure to head over to Empire Today, uh, and you can schedule a free in-home estimate. All listeners can receive a $350 discount from Empire Today. Can I I start this next segment? Mm. Uh, No. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. Who do you want to start with? I think it was absolutely egregious after what we saw tonight. That bull bull did not play last night at all. Not a single second, not a yeah. single lick. Mm. Watching what he did tonight, man, <clears throat> if, I will say I haven't really questioned much of Frank Vogel because uh, it, everybody blames the coaches for everything. So I'm like, ah, it's just I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But you got to play bull bull last night because, mm-hmm. hell, if he gives you a sliver, what he gave you tonight Mm-hmm. Hell, who knows? That spark was everything to this team tonight. It was. Yeah. I'm still disappointed in Frank Vogel for that. Pre-game, we talked about blessings in disguise. I mean, the loss is hurt. I mean, you don't like to have a back, back-to-back back losses mm-hmm. uh, like we did, and especially losing to a team that you should beat. But, yeah, sometimes the blessings in, in disguise are things like that. Bo Bo just showed you that he, he, can, he can impact a basketball game. Like he really can. He can change a basketball game. Now the question is how consistent and, and and how much can you rely on him to do this? If he follows this up against the Lakers with a similar performance, now we got some cooking. Now you got something to talk about. But until I see it in, in multiple games, uh do y'all know who's but that's ha- on but Frank. You, you no, can't no, no. you can't have multiple games if you don't play the previous game. <laughs> no, and, I get that. I get that. The other thing too, Thad la- could have played last night too. Uh, he was you know, he wasn't Great shooting, but yeah. got eight rebounds tonight. Uh, multiple offensive Five rebounds. Offensive like rebounds, that's yeah. that's another guy that. Why? I mean, I know he was brand new, but he hadn't gotten any practice time between yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, last night it felt like you just you needed to try to throw the kitchen sink at things. You didn't do it then. Uh, you do it tonight, and it was too little, uh, yeah. too late uh, in this game. But yeah, a bull bull was fantastic tonight he was the spark uh in particular in that fourth quarter but gerald like what did you see that that you found so encouraging that we that this team could build on with bull bull on that fourth i i felt like offensively he was really good at reading except for that one possession late in the game where i thought he should have taken the corner three i thought he was really good at reading when they're letting him take the three and he would take the three and when they're closing out, he hit him with the pump fake. He had multiple buckets where he went for the pump fake, drove right around somebody yeah. and had a wide open dunk or layup from there. He was really good just operating in those spaces when he was able to attack closeouts. And defensively, I think he kind of got things started for the Suns. Like when they were able to get stops, that's when KD was able to get out and get more advantageous looks on the other end. That kind of sparked KD in a way um, because of of Bobo's rim protection and his switchability there. So I'm at the point now where I was I'm still hesitant do it, do to it, think gerald. do it i'm still hesitant give it to me gerald come to the dog i know that this comes with highs and lows let's go but the bowler coaster's on a high hey 
day. And it needs to stay there every night. He needs Let's to go. be playing every night. Yeah, look, he I'm, does need to be. He needs to be playing every night. He needs to be a guy that's coming off the bench because every time he's come off the bench over the last few weeks, good things have happened. I'm I'm all in because we. Early on, we were like, can he do it consistently? <clears throat> can he stay engaged? Can he show? He has. Yeah. Every time they've turned to him, he has. And tonight, bet, most efficient three-point shooter on the roster is <laughs> two of three. Yeah. Yeah. Leading rebound on the uh, rebounder on the roster tonight mm-hmm. was the guy that gave you a spark, was the most creative offensively, uh, was, was active defensively. Mm-hmm. This yeah. guy deserves every opportunity moving forward to prove that he should be in that playoff roster. Yeah. Play him all twenty-five, yeah. uh, you know, <clears throat> and and figure out can he actually help you That's, playoff time? Because it feels like he can at this point. And, that, yep. and I, I will give Bull Bull, I will give him the out at the end of the game because mm-hmm. I think there's two things going on. One, he's never been in that situation in the fourth quarter tight as it was i mean hell they kept they literally went right back to him after bringing royce o'neill in when he was hot they one took second, him out yeah. and <laughs> they had one possession they were like oh we need to put him back in and I'm like yeah no shit you should have never taken him out when he's in that corner he does have a little bit of an elongated three-point shot yeah it was so maybe down. that was in yeah. his head to catch that ball i'm like i don't think i have enough time to get it off and then he made the bad choice to to go back to Eric Gordon, which is I, I didn't really like. But, <laughs> that should never be your but, choice. But I I will give him the benefit of the doubt and like kind of give him a little bit of leeway because he needs to learn and grow. But again, he has been consistent all season long. I don't need to see anymore. I've seen him enough to know that hey, I think he's played about fifteen games, and all fifteen games he's been pretty he's solid. Good. Yeah, he's he good. hasn't really done anything egregiously bad. You know. It, why not? Everybody else has gotten a lot of length, uh, a lot of rope to play with, um, and they get continuous chances over and over again. Bull Bull has been consistent, yet for whatever reason, Frank, you're not playing him. Stop not playing him. Play Bull Bull more. What is wrong with you? If, if Nurk is out, start him on Sunday. Play Katie at the five, start Bull at the four. I wouldn't do Let's that. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Anthony, why not? Anthony Davis. Uh, why not? Put the wind out of the He should be playing point, every night. At this point, yes. you, he, he should yes. be playing every night. Yes. But yes. but now what I'm saying is the amount of time he's playing is going to be dictated by these type of performances. If he goes out there in L.A. and puts up another 20, then you really got to sit down in the office when you get back to Phoenix and evaluate how important and how far up the uh, rotation you got to put this guy. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, he should be part of the eight-man rotation on a nightly basis. Period. End of discussion. He hasn't done anything wrong. Every time you see Bobo play, I'm on the bowl coach. I said it two weeks ago. I got the ticket I'm on. And so I, I love to see it. That last play, though, G, mm-hmm. the one thing I will say, kind of to Saul's point, that last play, he gets the ball. He does have a little bit of a a weird little hitch to a shot. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if he thought the closeout was coming too fast. And then the second thing is, this is the learning lesson. I mm-hmm. bet after the game, I bet you as soon as they got in the locker room, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker said, bro, you got to take that shot. Yeah. But this is the first time he's been in that spot. Right. And it may be a part of him that's saying, man, we just made this run. I'm playing so damn good. I helped us get back in this. I don't want to be the one to blow this shit by taking a bad shot here. So that happens with young players. But now you're getting that moment probably with Kevin and Devin and the guy saying, yo, man, next time you're in that spot, take that damn shot. 
and I think next time he will. But that, and that's the blessing. But and that's that's my only bit of hesitance about Bull in a playoff scenario. Yeah. I don't. I'm not hesitating at all about the fact that he should be in the rotation. He should be getting minutes because he needs those types of experiences between now and the end of the regular season. If you're going to be able to say, yeah. yeah, we rely on him in tight spots in playoff scenarios. That's my yeah. only that's lingering true. concern. But with the Bull. more you play him down the stretch, right? The more you'll that's what I'm saying. Be. Mm-hmm. And listen, there's 25 games left. It feels like from this point forward, just about every game is of the utmost importance. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to get somewhat of a uh, – there, it, first of all, there will be pressure on each game. Um, and it will feel a little playoff-like because of the pressure that's on yourself as a team. It might not be dictated by the other team and how they play. But yourself, you know, you got to win all these games. You, got, you had a, a golden egg right here with the Houston Rockets – three of your your four games are against that team and you drop the first one you can't afford to lose games to the Houston Rockets from this point forward you just can't mm. because then you're going to drop they're already dropping to the 8th seed where yesterday before the, the Mavs game they were in number 5 so you've got to play with some urgency i hope they start to do that but man this is rough to watch yeah you you were hoping they could win those 3 against the rockets so you had a little wiggle room with that lakers game but you don't have that well now you got but let's not, name we'll, we'll get into it in, in a little while but let's name bull bull our big, big bright shining star I'm a big yeah bright shining star 25 points 14 rebounds 2 or 3 from deep uh, looked good defensively he earned it tonight for sure Absolutely. He was fantastic in all facets of the game. And even in the first quarter, it felt like or the first half, it felt like he was the reason that they had some sort of life and some sort of spark when the Rockets came back. And then that was even greater in the fourth quarter. So he he was the best player on the court for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Yeah, he's the best player on the court. And he hit big shots. Mm -hmm. Those weren't those were big shots. I mean, the one corner three, the other corner three, Mm -hmm. the. Step through and one, mm-hmm. like the little floater in the paint. Yep. I mean, dude literally went on an 11-point run by himself. So, I mean, he was the best player on the court, and this this is a confidence booster. He can play, man. This is a guy that the Suns have to be very careful with how they handle. Because now that he had this game, the next game and how you handle him dictates a lot. He's mm-hmm. had games like this in his professional career. He's played games like this with the Magic. And it was the next game. That went down the toilet. And then you lose all that momentum. It's going to be very important to see how the Suns handle this type of high and see if they can get him consistently feeling good about himself because the kid's got talent that only a few people on planet Earth got. Or maybe Frank won't play him on Sunday. So yeah, if that happens, that I'm game, yeah. and then he'll have a good one the oh, next boy. game. Uh, a you lot know, of super chats, guys. A lot right, of super chats. Let's, let's hit some of them. Travis Ellen in the chat says, Bull gets 10 straight points, gets us to 198, and then the next four shots are book KD misses. Where Bull doesn't even touch the ball. Why? Killed the momentum. I can't believe we're sitting 25 games after yeah, the I, season. And that, I get it in the context of tonight, but if I had told you this, uh, you know, 60, you know, 55 yeah. games ago that we'd be reading this right now, yeah. you would have looked at me like I was insane. Yeah. Here's what I will say is I didn't like the Booker turnaround mid-range shots. I didn't like that were, There were two of them in that stretch, I think. But Bol Bol is not the guy you pass the ball to and initiate the <laughs> offense. He's the guy that's getting it from ball movement and attacking from there. You need someone to start that. And I didn't like the fact that Book and KD in those situations didn't start it. They just went to attack one-on-one. That was my bigger yeah, problem. I agree. 
Cameron Thompson with the $5 super chat says the only good thing about this game is that sweet baby angel uh, Grayson won my bet. The first made basket uh, as other for plus 9,000, which turned $10 into $910. You should have made that bet. Good for you, Cameron Thompson. I was rooting against my money tonight. No, okay. I I was rooting against your, your, your bet on the show, and then I remembered you had actual money, and I stepped back. I mean, because I don't want you to lose actually. I think the buzzer had sounded. Yeah, right. he's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, I really you to win. that was with like four minutes left. I, I was like, oh, wait, you, it, no, you got that actual. Like I don't remember seconds. that. No, <laughs> I don't recall that. No, but you know what? The hell with it. I, I don't care all that much. Trevor Begay uh, said, EJ Wright, don't want to hear back to back as excuse. Definitely not right now. No. Houston had a freaking back week to, off. Well, Houston played back to back. What are we talking I'm about? I'm sorry, you had a week off. I don't give a shit if you played back to back games. Uh, in the last two, Gordon Beaver, four ninety nine super chat, wasted a Super Bowl masterclass. Book looked uncharacteristically bad. Hashtag cheeks. Yep, can't afford yeah. it. No, and no excuses. Jacob Lucas, five dollar super chat, choosing the flex optimism approach tonight by focusing more on my stoke for bull bull and not my seething anger. On to Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm doing it. <laughs> you might, that's how I'm doing it. Half glass full for everybody. Uh, Mark Moreno, $10, says, Shame on this team for ruining Bull Bull's legacy game. That is right. That is absolutely right. <laughs> the anonymous Buddha uh, with the super chat says, Let's be honest, we exhibited certain characteristics all season unseriousness, careless basketball, lackluster effort, callous attitude, lack of desire to win. These bad habits stick in the playoffs as well. Effort greater than talent. I believe that was one of Monty's sayings. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's tough because, like, they're just, you said it, Jekyll and Hyde. When they're fully available, they're a 70% winning team. Yeah. When they're not, they turn into a team that just looks like they don't care. It's weird. Yeah, I I, I hesitate to say this because I don't want to say that this is what they are because mm-hmm. I don't believe that this is what they are. Right. But that is a very front-runner mentality mm-hmm. to, like, we could only play hard and well when everybody's at full strength. Like, that can't be it. Yep. Like, and, and that's when... Everybody else has to step up and play harder. And that's, again, I think if, if there's a theme this season that I have not liked, it has been the lack of effort and hustle from time to time in some of these games. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday. You know, there was a couple comeback wins that they had against the Kings. Um, and uh, there was another team. Bulls. The Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. And you got lucky because you played with a lot of effort towards the end of that third quarter, into the fourth quarter, and you see how great you can be, even if you're not at full strength. But they continuously put themselves in holes when they're not perfect, and it's just never going to be perfect. There's no team in the NBA that's going to scathe right through uh, the NBA playoffs without any hitch. That's just never going to happen to any team ever. You've got to fight through the adversity. You've got to have some gumption about you. you got to play like you give a shit, because we all do. And that's just not representative of what the fan base really wants from the players. And so I encourage everybody that goes out to the game on Sunday, fucking let them hear it. Shout, like get loud. Make sure you're in, you know, enthusiastic and get these guys going because they need to hear it. No, it's here. Don't games here? Yeah, yeah it's, it's here. here. Don't call Katie a bitch, please. Yeah, that's please don't do what, that. Keep it keep it. High energy, but mm, not positive. bad energy. Yeah, positive. Uh, not a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. Be a dick. I, I will say this. 
they lost yesterday. That was a tough one. Tonight's not not excusable. They should have won this game. You mentioned they got 25 left. You, you said the three versus the Rockets are ones you chalk up that you got to win. But you also had probably six or seven on there that look like losses, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to get one of those now. Well, it's, that, it's that simple. You, Celtics was supposed to be a loss. Now well, get no, that win. I'm sorry. None of them should be should be looked at as a loss in this. If this team's going to be a champion, well, they wouldn't go 27. Got, no, no but but Come like on. I'm not writing any single game off if this team's supposed to be what they are. Mm. I know in reality they will lose some of them, but I'm not looking at any of them going. Okay, if this team's going to be what we think they are, well, they're going to lose to the, lose to the Celtics. Like either no, they're good I'm, enough to beat all these teams, or they're not. Uh, at, at this point, and look, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want, I don't want a team that's waiting to flip the switch until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? That switch gets stuck for a lot of teams when they sit there and just wait for it. I want to see it in in the last 25, 20 games where where you show it and you lock up some seating that you feel comfortable about and and get into the playoffs on a high because this team can't back into the playoffs Mm -hmm. and and then hope to accomplish what they were put together to do. If the team played in Houston is in the playoffs, we're going to get swept in the first round. Yes. Right, that shouldn't be the team. That shouldn't be the team that we're going in the playoffs with. It shouldn't be. Right. Hopefully, they're on five without Nurkic this year. You can say excuses. You can say whatever the hell you want. Yusuf Nurkic missed five games. 0-5. 0-5. Okay. So but, I like to believe if Nurkic played tonight, but, maybe they could they could have won that I, I, game. I will say this real quick, Espo. You've got to establish good habits. Yeah. You have to. Mm. And this team is not establishing good habits consistently enough to think that they're going to carry it into the playoffs and turn this switch. Not right now, they're not. Mm. Now maybe those last 25 games they can they can start to develop those good habits. But all season long, they've been like this. They've been like this. They've won four or five in a row. Then they lose a couple games. And then they, they it's just it's been a roller coaster all season long. And now they had a little run before the all-star break, which is great. Then they come out of the all-star break and they drop two right off the bat. And it's like, all right, guys. You got to stop with this foolishness. Like, you got to be consistent. I'm okay if they lose games. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they lose games. If they're playing at a high level and doing everything with effort and purpose. But they're not doing that. They don't have good habits right now. They're walking sometimes. They're watching guys just do whatever they want to do. You got to play with a lot more effort and intensity than they have shown coming out of the break. Well, and this was a team with essentially just Katie and Book at times in the playoffs last year that took – two from from the nuggets like mm-hmm. uh, they they were a team that with book and KD last year went out there and won what did they win nine uh, uh their first nine games together like mm-hmm. book and KD should be enough to win win games like this so i get that nurk is a connector and a huge piece and bradley beal is important but those two guys should be Enough. Michael with the super chat, uh, similar to what we're talking about. 25 games left. I see 10 games we win. Damn. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm that. not, I'm not that, uh, like, I'm not that down, uh, but, uh, you know, it's certainly a little more, uh, a little more challenging than, than we thought with the 27 coming out of the All Star break. Uh, we'll do one more here and then we'll get back to super chats uh, in our final segment. But uh, Anonymous Booter says, How is Flex calling them a playoff team? I don't get it. They don't have the attitude, health, or hunger for the playoffs. 25 games left, and they're the eighth seed. Flex, I will allow you to respond. <laughs> is, 
Isn't the eighth seed a playoff yeah, team? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm having trouble. <laughs> Aren't that, de- that by I'm, definition yeah, the playoff team? I mean, the top ten teams get it, technically I mean, get in right I'm, now? I'm looking at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out how to answer that. But I, I will say I still believe this team is absolutely a playoff yeah. team. I do not think that losing yesterday and today means that they're going to be an eighth seed. And I still am very confident that when healthy, whole, and everything is right, they'll end up, if if they can stay healthy, they'll end up in the top six in the Western Conference. And if they go in there with their full roster, they're going to compete in the playoffs. They don't. If they're not healthy, they're not. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just it. If we, they're not healthy, they're not. We said this last night. Like, we got to stop looking at seeds and standings yeah. because you go on, like, a three-game win streak, you could easily be back in the five seed in, yeah. like, half a week so this whole thing's gonna change a million it's gonna change a lot we we gotta just look at games back that's the most important thing they're only one game back of the five seed right now they they need to be better (laughs) tonight was terrible there's no getting around that but to say that they're not a playoff team at this juncture that's overreacting to me the only thing that you cannot afford to do is go on a bad run yes oh yeah yeah you lose five six games in a row right then you're then you will be looking at the bottom up but that I don't expect that to happen with this team at all. Right? No, if you you got two more against Houston in the next week, mm-hmm. you don't walk away with two wins can, at least there. I, then I, we can then yeah. we can have a different discussion. I can see them winning the next three. Yeah. I can see them taking care of the Lakers with Brad Nabi back on Sunday, beating winning the next two Houston games back to will. three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Will. And and you win three straight, and you're probably sitting right, back, back at five. five. Yeah, we're uh, back at five. So flex. Yeah, twenty five games left. <laughs> More or less than eighteen wins. Twenty five left. I said. I said they were going to go nineteen and eight the other day. So yes, more. They're still mm-hmm. going to go nine. I think they're going to get it together. They're going nineteen and six in the last five. Twenty five. Yeah. So nineteen and six in the last twenty five. More, more or less than eighteen. Uh, I think it's going to be eighteen wins. Yeah. I think it's going to be less. Yeah, I'm going to go less. All right. Well, you know where you can actually. Uh, do that prize where picks? at prize picks <laughs> with our <laughs> fantasy uh, hoops friends over at prize picks i gotta tell you i won 50 dollars uh the other night i had 250 on the line last night i hit jalen brown more than uh 20 points i hit luca more than 24 and a half points which was a was which was a special they were doing i hit booker over uh, more than 37 and a half Right or thirty-seven, excuse me, and then I had freaking the point guard you in said Boston. It, yeah, true. Uh, I, I drew Holiday for more than ten rebounds and assists combined, and he got nine. Damn boy, <laughs> but that's brutal. I had uh, I had the little flex play on there. That's right, you did, and uh, and I got uh, you know. 0.75 times my money, so I, I saved a little cash there. I love Prize Picks. I've had a hell of a lot of fun with it, and they got a great offer when you download uh, the app or, or you go to PrizePicks.com/phnx. If you use that code PHNX, they're going to deposit match you up to your first hundred dollars. It's just that simple. Uh, that's PrizePicks.com/phnx, and use that code PHNX. It's daily fantasy sports made easy with our friends at Prize Picks, And you know what's even easier? The inner circle with Circle K. You want to save uh, some scratch when you go to the gas pump or you're buying snacks? You can do that with the inner circle app. It is super easy. Just download the Circle K app, sign up for inner circle. You're going to get 25 cents off uh, per gallon on your first five fill-ups. 
Uh, then you're going to get three cents per gallon every day until you hit that ESPO level, and you get five cents off. Uh, you can tell them you want the ESPO level. They're going to look like you like you're insane. They won't know what you're talking about, but you'll get there. And then you're going to get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks. Join Inner Circle uh, for free by downloading that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com. For details, uh, let's take a look at the standings for our bets, which uh, we're uh, all in the Cheeks Clinic uh, tonight <laughs> as well. Uh, Saul remains in the lead with 168.76. Uh, I am in second with 93.50. Lindsay uh, in third at 47.23. And Flex, yeah. Uh, you okay over there, brother? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Every minus, time I turn my head, somebody not, robbed him again. <laughs> minus 96. Oh, one. Taking a picture of the screen or what? No, 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 no. I'm, no. <clears throat> I, I feel like Flex feels like he's on the corner in Jersey and got jumped for his money again. Like, this is this is not a good look here, yeah, Flex. No, I'm, I'm struggling, man. I'm struggling. <laughs> y'all kick me while I'm down. Saw <laughs> so, so you came you close. I didn't say Okay. I just asked you if you were taking a picture. No, no, no. I was, he was because he, he wants to was, remember this. Nah, nah. <laughs> Maybe he was picture, taking a picture of the moment. I, I need some motivation. <laughs> Click. He goes home. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta get this shit right." <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was texting the super producer. <laughs> you what? Nah. What you fell two point two Grayson Allen points short. Three. Three of basically you yeah, would have laughed. If you would have hit tonight, I would. I, I promise you, I would have just bailed. <laughs> you would have been done. Yeah. I would have just been like, "Yo, I'm bailing now. I'm taking Suns money line the rest of the season." I bow yeah. gracefully. I'd have been a plus three hundred and twenty-five. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, you would have. You would have kicked our ass uh, there. Uh, we talked a little bit about the standings, but I I, I want to look at this. Uh, you know, Suns did fall to eighth, uh, but like you said, Gerald, they're only one game back of that fifth spot. And and what is that? They're four and a half games back of even getting into that uh into that fourth spot past the nuggets she's still got two mm-hmm. coming up against the nuggets uh, you know i'm not overly concerned it does concern me a little bit that you got the lakers in nine that you're playing on sunday that could be mm-hmm. a, a swing where they they gain on you if you don't win the three back right now so yeah you should be if you handle business on sunday you should be yeah but put them in the rear view but if you don't they they're breathing a little bit closer to you than yep. than you'd like. I feel like you Sunday. It's not a must win, but you gotta take care of business at home. If they're the he- Lakers, Espo, right? if they're healthy, they if they're healthy, I'm with you. But if they can't roll out this team and be <clears throat> Bill and and Nurk ain't playing, I mean I don't know if they're, they're better than the Lakers. I don't know if they're better than the Lakers. This team we saw tonight. Mm. Well, okay, <clears throat> no, okay. If they play yeah. like this, no. Right. Yeah. But this team tonight that we saw shouldn't have played like this team tonight. Wow. Uh, this yeah. should be an outlier of a kind of game, even with just this squad. Mm-hmm. Like, if Devin Booker uh, and and KD go one of eleven on Sunday from three point land. We got a hell of a lot more to worry about you know, than, than just Nurk and uh, and Beal being out. If I told you before the game, Drew Eubanks was going to outshoot KD and Grayson Allen from the free throw line. Would you believe it? No. Grayson shot 66% from the free throw line today. Mm-hmm. And KD shot 70. Mm-hmm. These are two of the best shoot, free throw shooters in the world. 
Yeah. That is minimal, minimal shots, but I'm just saying, like, Drew Eubank shot 75% from the line. But, but that's my point. And so this this should be, it's just such a weird basketball. This should be an aberration, not <clears throat> right. what we should expect from this group without Beal and Nerd. It feels like they consistently find ways to drop games <clears throat> that they should win when they're not at full strength. That's yeah. the troubling part. Like, you exactly. miss eight free throws in a game, you lose by four. Exactly. Like, yeah, we can point to the three-point shooting thing because that's the glaringly obvious thing, but this has been a good free-throw shooting team, yeah. and it feels like a couple of times a season they've just inexplicably like yeah. Durant, 90% free throw shooter. Grayson Allen, borderline 90% free throw shooter. Book. Like guys like, yeah, Book, Book same hit shit. all 11 tonight. Like, he was 11. That's yeah, what saved he, him. But there's been other games, obviously. Oh, yeah, he's we missed free throws. every single yeah. time. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, yeah. man? Right. Yeah. You expect right. those guys to make those shots, and when they don't, it's pretty, it hurts you. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to, and I don't know that we'll have a specific answer to this, but mm. it, it keeps coming up. In my mind, and in particular on nights like tonight, at times this team does not feel likable. <laughs> Damn, we're getting real deep. No, I, I mean not not as people, not like that. no. I know. What I you just mean. I just mean from a fan base perspective. I've had so many people that I know reach out to me and go, "I just don't enjoy watching this," mm. and it's weird to me because you look at it on paper and you go. This should be some of the most fun we're having as Suns fans watching this, uh, you know, group of talent that we're getting the opportunity to watch. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, you know, and, and you look at it, and yet it feels like something's missing uh, in that, and not Beal and Nurk missing. I mean, something else missing where it brings that enjoyment. That should prove to you that even greatness needs structure. Like, it just does. Like, you need... Everything to be organized and chemistry to be at a at a solid level in order for everything to flow the way it's supposed and it's meant to flow. And right now, it's very herky jerky, and and all those things are not in line. Like even the great Bulls teams and and the Warriors teams, like they had great players, but they had fundamental systematic systemic organization they had and, great coaches. And, and they had good coaches <laughs> they i will say that they also had say that. Yeah. best players they, to ever they do it. great well i mean we should on, <laughs> on paper we have some of the best players to ever do it as well right devin booker is fastly becoming one of the best two guards to ever play the game kevin durant's already the best scorer we may have ever seen like you know it yeah. needs structure it needs organization and i feel too many times we've gotten away from that and we've just relied on Booker and KD to be the superstars that they yeah. are to bail everybody else out. And I think at some point that's going to, that rears its ugly head. And in games like tonight, when your two superstars are not playing at their superstar, their typical superstar mm -hmm. level, mm -hmm. you see what the result is and yeah. it's a struggle and it, it, it can't always be like that. Sometimes you need some organizational structure in order to give other guys an opportunity to be able to step up and, and do yeah. big things. But when you're doing iso ball, when you're hesitating or the ball's sticking, it, it, the ball's just not flowing as well as it should. Yeah. And you get results like this. And that's why it's so – I would say it's not It's not that people don't like this team. It's that it's just a frustrating team to watch. So maybe they're just not enjoying the games yeah. as much. It, it's funny. You're 100% you're right, dog. And Espo, to your point, I'm just going to say this. I There's something about this team – it, it pisses me off, and there's people that think, oh, I'm just optimistic. And I, I'm being honest when I say this. I just I have a feeling about this basketball team that is different than any Suns basketball team I've ever seen. And I agree with you. They're not fun to watch, and they're not this great story. The irony of it is 
What if what if this is the team that gets it done? No, no, I, and I know I'm, I'm pay, yeah. I know I know up until now it doesn't look that way. Mm-hmm. But what if this is the team that gets it done? What if this team gets it together, they go on the playoffs, they go on the run, they win the championship? There's gonna be fans that are gonna say, yo, the championship sons were the team I disliked the most. But maybe but the team that I loved that everybody had all this affection for didn't win a goddamn thing. So sometimes you can't look at things like, like I love that 64 win team. Mm-hmm. I that team was fun to watch every night. Seven seconds or less was some of the seven most seconds fun seconds basketball. Seven seconds or less was ever. some of the best basketball I ever watched until it came down to when it came down to the damn nitty gritty. Then it's like, oh shit, that ain't fun no more. And I got I just got this weird God, feeling. I, I just got this weird <laughs> feeling that this team is gonna put us through this hell all year. <laughs> And then they're going to do what I said yesterday. They're a playoff team that's going to be the best version of themselves when the playoffs come. That is the and most Suns fan thing I've okay. ever heard. Hey. I hope that the pain I'm going through is hey, for something I might greater. be wrong. I might be wrong. I, I'm telling y'all that I got just this weird feeling about this basketball team. And it, it makes no sense, basketball. As a player coach, I'd be going crazy. But as somebody just from the outside looking at it, there's just something strange about this basketball team. Go ahead, go ahead. Say what, go, I, no. I'm just listening I, to the show. Look, I, I think collectively this fan base has been burned because, like you said, that 64-win season ended in the most traumatic fashion mm-hmm. possible. Uh, the the year that they went to the finals, they were this close, but they couldn't get there. Trauma and so again. when you when you break apart a team of fan favorites like that, guys that got to the finals that won the most games in franchise history, there's going to be some emotional attachment to that. And when you trade guys that the fans like for guys that you know you're told they're going to help you win, they're going to help you get over the hurdle, and it doesn't immediately come into fruition, there's going to be some understandable frustration with that. Like. Beal, people think Beal's hilarious, but the fact that he's missed so many games, people are frustrated with him, with his contract, even though that's not here or there. Like, KD is a more reserved superstar. It's harder to connect to a guy like that sometimes mm-hmm. um, because that's that's just part of his personality. It's who he is. You bring in a bunch of vet minimum guys that nobody really knows who they are, and half of them are shipped off at the deadline because they weren't playing well. Like... I think that people, some people were having fun from late December until before the All-Star break when this team looked like the team we had been waiting for, for the team that was going to get over that hump and build those reps together and be a title contender. And then right out of the All-Star break, we're back to where we were in November with key guys being out, this team struggling to find ways to win against opponents they should be able to beat even shorthanded. Like it sucks, but that's kind of I understand the fan base's frustration. I just I I'm not giving up on them as a title contender, but that window is closing in terms of how many games can you get fully healthy? Can we even believe that they'll be fully healthy for the playoffs? Like it's it's natural to run out of faith at this point. Well, Gerald, I got an ad block for those of you that are <laughs> struggling with faith. <laughs> Our friends over at Four Peaks have the best local beer that you can get. I'm a big fan of the Peach Ale. I got one right over here, but they've got a great new beer uh, that they partnered with Bad Birdie for. It's called the Bad Birdie Juicy Golden Ale. It's super drinkable and the perfect companion at the tea box or in your fridge. So visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events and check out at Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please enjoy responsibly and then the other companion that can help you 
after you have some blues uh, is our friends at OGs. They just launched two new products, uh, one for our friends that are vegan. Their vegan gummies are made with live rosin, and they're available in the amazing flavor, Sweet Clementine, uh, and also the Big OGs, a mega version of the Raspberry Orange RSO, one of the company's most popular products. It is 100 milligrams of THC, but don't take it all. It's sliced into 10 uh, different slices that you can enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, why don't we just split it between the four of us? Uh, Why don't we do uh, that one day? Why don't we all just take a slice one day? First of all, first of all, I might be be knocked out here, right? I don't don't think you want to see God tonight. (laughs) (laughs) To, To learn about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head to over to ogsbrands.com. No seeing God guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the super chats here and wrap these up. Libertarian Sasquatch says, at some point, you just are what you are, which is we don't know okay. what they are. I feel like we know still what they are when they're healthy and we know what they are when they're not. <laughs> Uh, Psycho Blue says, Basketball Cthulhu wants to know who's getting fired first in May. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to... Yeah, anyways. (laughs) uh, Blank says, we need voicemail Ishmael to have a chat with Vogel. All right. Thank you, Blank. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, Jacob Winkler says, Suns are not a serious team. Same shit all year. (laughs) They display some very unserious habits. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. I love you, but you're not but fucking you're serious. Not serious people. <laughs> uh, Hyperbruv says one of the most frustrating games this season. Booking Katie's a stinker, yet still winnable is insane. Bull Bull should have been used in the Mavs game. Ugh. Hundred yeah. percent. Great, great super chat. I don't. Know. I I still think. One of those that Spurs loss early was probably just as frustrating, but I understand. We got that. a Texas two stepped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miguel says, "Don't mess with Texas, Espo. It ain't a rivalry." All right. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I I don't think it's a rivalry with Houston. Uh, maybe Dallas. You could. It argue. hasn't been since the mid nineties. No, it wasn't think. even then. They kicked our ass. That <laughs> That's true. Too, so. Yeah. Uh, Hass, is it stupid to say we kicked our ass? I don't know about that. Yeah, you were up. 3-1 and losses. Seven losses. That's not getting your ass. No, that ain't getting your ass. They they won both those championships. You should have won with Jordan. You know what game seven got your ass kicked? Yeah, Dallas. I remember that too. Hasa, is it stupid to say realistically we should be happy with a home play-in game at seventh considering the difficult (laughs) run home? It's actually hard as shit. We're down bad. <laughs> We're not going. Wow, it's a successful season with a home playing. We game. made the play. We got home court advantage. Get those home playing game tickets. Uh, get home. Got home late uh, from work today at fourth quarter. Was not sure how to feel when wife told me Phoenix was losing, but Bull had twenty plus points and fourteen rebounds. Always good getting to hear you guys. After though, well, thank you for I that. Appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Uh, Tim uh, with the nine ninety nine super chat says our bench had twenty eight. Bull Bull had twenty five. <laughs> Yay, Bull! Rest of the bench was Cheeks Clinic. True. Yeah. That is hundred that percent. Three eight points between three other guys. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, you mean you mean one point per guy uh, isn't good? Well, Kogi didn't score, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Ice Sandoval says uh, there is still way too much. 
one-on-one back at ball. Uh, They are at their best with ball movement, utilizing all their weapons. 100%. Amen. Amen. And that's what it comes down to. I'm so tired of the one-on-one bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ilya says, this game is on KD and Book, never getting hot. And no threes. Yep. It yep. was pretty much that simple. In a nutshell. And uh, Khalil2025, a great night for Bull. Why Roddy haven't played? <laughs> he's not. <laughs> yeah, Roddy. He's not going to make no. a difference yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big body Roddy ain't playing unless you're down big or, or up big, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all our super chats. Did want to mention one thing before we do uh, go. It is a congratulations to Kevin Durant, who moved to ninth in the all-time scoring list, passing Carmelo Anthony. Uh, mm-hmm. Bittersweet, but still uh, deserving of recognition this yeah. evening. Uh, yeah, Gentlemen, yeah. Any, any final thoughts? Ooh, they got to win on Sunday, or this place is going to be miserable. For because then we got three days to stew and three straight losses yeah. to, until the next game. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> Come on, man! Don't you, I'm don't just you saying take they got to win. They got to win on Sunday. Like, I'm not after you. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. don't ruin our Sunday afternoon after ruining our Thursday uh, and Friday nights. Yeah, yes, I I I I don't want to say it's a must win. I, I just that's I that's not a, I don't think like that. But it's a game that I. Very much like them to win for the sake of everybody. For sanity, here. yeah. For sanity, yeah. I like them to win, and I do think if Beal and, and Nurk are back, they will win. And if they don't, then fingers crossed, because it's going to be a rough weekend <laughs> if they don't. Yeah, win or loss, we will. Oh, I will say uh, tomorrow is the celebration of life for Dave King, yes. and uh, I want to. Uh, say like tomorrow's going to be actually a, a, a good day because we're going to remember all the great things about uh, that fine gentleman and uh, a good close friend to all of us. So yeah. I just want to give his wife a shout out. She's been awesome through this, uh, through this difficult time and uh, shout out to his family. Uh, they've dealt with a lot obviously in the last month, but uh, they got through it and uh, they're really representing their family very well. And uh, we're, we're happy to share in this, uh, this occasion tomorrow where we get to remember the good things about what Dave King provided, not only to us, but mm-hmm. to the Suns community and a lot of other people that he influenced. So love you, Dave. Um, and can't wait to, to celebrate Absolutely. your life tomorrow. Yeah, it will be good to see a lot of the uh, friends we all made along the way in part because of Dave. So uh, let's wrap it up here with a final super chat from Abraham. I want those gummies. The sun got me geeking out. <laughs> Go get them. I'm going to take a gummy and go to the sunken place. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Be down bad for real. Wow. (laughs) All right, then. Uh, (laughs) It feels like Book and KD took a night going to the sunken place these last two nights. If if you want to follow Saul's journey to the sunken place, uh, look him up on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow him at Flex from Jersey. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sons. And you can follow me at Espo. And remember, yeah, this just sucked. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>